You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. As I welcome in Tim Edwards for this Monday, as we've been saying, no harness racing today at Globe Derby, racing tomorrow, but still got a special guest. Good morning, Tim. Yeah, good morning, Brown. Yeah, the uh, the heat policy over here is kicking in well and truly over the next couple of days. Um, we moved this meeting from Monday to Tuesday night last week, uh, knowing full well that uh, we're going to be up in the mid-30s today and we'd be racing in the hottest part of the day. So harness racing, SA, we're quickly... On to it, moving to Tuesday night. In fact, whilst I'm here, I should give some updates too. Um, into other meetings, uh, the Murray Bridge Greyhounds has been moved to a morning meeting tomorrow as well uh, here in South Australia. So that's gone from a day meeting to a morning meeting. And, of course, we already had the Greyhounds on Wednesday being moved to a morning meeting at Gawler. So uh, the weather is playing havoc. It is meant to cool down by Thursday. So um, that should be the end of our changes. Tomorrow night, the first at uh, Globe Derby at 6.22. So we'll just monitor that as far as start times are concerned in regards to the heat. Uh, we're expecting 40 degrees plus in Adelaide tomorrow. Um, as you mentioned, Brownie, we had um, uh, racing on the weekend. Uh, Lockie Stays covered Saturday night's program. I was over in Kangaroo Island for the races there. So um, terrific night's harness racing. It really was a good card there on Saturday. And uh, a man that's been training um, quite a few winners of late. I know we spoke to him in August last year on this program. It's a long time ago now. But uh, Jason Booth is about to join us here on Mobile Rolling. And uh, we say good morning to Jason. How are you, Jace? Yeah, good morning, Tim. How are you? Good, mate. I was just mentioning, um, I was looking back through my notes. We just had a chat last year in August, um, and I remember that the chat then you were telling me sort of um, it, it had been a slowish start to your training career, but you just started to gain some momentum. And I think from sort of October-ish last year, you've you started to hit to that next level now, haven't you, as far as training winners are concerned? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, um, like, it started off slow, Um trying to find that first win and after cracking that first winner with the OSV creature then things started to uh, started to fall in place and, and towards the end of last season yeah the, the winner started coming which is you know it, it was started to look a bit doom and gloom about you know when the next one was coming and then all of a sudden it was just winner after winner and yeah and finished off 20, uh, 23 season with a, with a high and then now we're Yeah, it certainly is. I was looking back through the records and you've trained a winner the last three weekends. Of course, on Saturday you had Budding Caesar win. Um, and then, of course, you had uh, a winner on the 14th of January as well, um, which was um, Oh Sweet Creature. And then you had a winner on the 8th of January, which was the week prior with It's All About Ned. So three weeks in a row, um, you're getting a lot more horses to the racetrack these days as well. How many horses are you actually training now, Jase? Um, actually, we're in 15 at the moment. Yeah. Now, you're based at Craigmore? Uh, living at Craigmore, but like the stables at Bookfield, uh, opposite uh, the Gawler Trotting Track. Oh, OK. So you do a lot of your work at Gawler? Yeah, that's correct. OK, so 15. Um, how many do you want to get to? What, what's the level of, of horses you want to get to at the moment? Well, funny you say that. Uh, well, 15 is comfortable at the moment, but... 
matter of built relationship down and blocks uh, they um, like having a talk to them and what I can do and see you know if I can get more on so it's built a relationship there and Jake and Jamie and and, um, it's just gone mad it's just you know the whole Neil Dewar Aaron spoke to me after that last little meeting and asked if I yeah, Jason, I might just get you to move a couple of steps to your left or right. We're just getting a bit of a, a sort of a static line there, so um, I'm not sure you're probably outside working horses, so... If I get you to move just one or two steps to the left or right, that might make a difference. So, yeah, I think what you were saying there predominantly is Aaron Bain's been a good help. He's been sending you some horses as well, and, and, and you're getting some of those back to the track, and they're winning races as well. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about Budding Caesar on Saturday night. Look, this horse has gone to another level in the last two or three weeks that I've seen him been racing, and, um, yeah, that was a tough win on Saturday night. It was. It was. Um... Speaking to Kenny after the race, he said he just actually went super. I thought going into the night, I thought um, it was a good chance um, despite where he drew. Um, so I just left that to Kenny. I said, you know, I think he's got a good chance tonight. So we'll just I'll leave it up to you and we'll see what happens. And but yeah, he did it with ease. But when, we, when he first arrived in the day, he arrived and produced the goods like the two together and and get who wins in the future sort of straight away and budding season he was just sort of a, a project horse trying to get him right and place him right but I've changed a couple of things up on him the last month or so and yeah he's just he's just turned the corner so mm. a few changes in progress with his training and trying to keep him happy and obviously what I'm doing is actually working on him yeah, definitely so. And then you had um, uh, O Sweet Creature run another good race there on Saturday night, ran second, but did win back on the 14th of Jan. So that, that horse is going well too. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, when Ryan um, drove him at Victor Harbour, you know, he, he hasn't got green gate speed, but he know, he, he can, you know, he's a horse that you just sort of got to slide him quick and, you know, and pray for a bit of luck. But that, that win at Victor Harbour when Ryan drove that, that, that was also tough. And watching him from behind, um, I thought when he pulled out down the back, I thought well, he might have, because he's only got a 200, 250 metre sprint, but you know, uh, to Ryan's credit, he knew the horse better. So, and yeah, and that was a tough win. Um, and then he backed it up with uh, Wayne uh, last Sunday. Like, that was another tough win. Like, it, it, Wayne reported back to me after the race. He said, you know, this horse didn't deserve the win from where he was position down the back and he just said once he saw gaps and he had that momentum he said he just found another gear and he, he, he really um rattled home he said oh, i thought you know i thought Andy robbins horse was going to be a danger but to um to my bloke's credit he just keep, he just he just tried his heart he's a, a special horse mm. yeah that was an excellent performance. The horse is going really well. It's a credit to you, Jace. Um, roll with Eunice. What happened to Roll with Eunice there on Saturday night? I had, had a good run in transit. What was the um, the afterthought of that race? 
Ken Kenny um, drove and he just couldn't couldn't find it, an explanation why, as you just said that you know um, she was in range, she was ready to go, and then she just put in a couple of rough ones and just went out of the gear. But talking to a couple of trainers after the race, a couple of air drivers reported back that the the track was a bit soft on mm. um, on Saturday night. So because the last the way we've been driving it was on the pegs and that and the week before that Wayne drove her um, she just sort of slightly hang, uh, hang slightly and I thought oh, we'll, we'll go again uh, Saturday night and yeah she did exactly the same thing with Kenny so um, the reports were that yeah I, you know not, nothing wrong with her it's just I reckon that um, the track was a bit soft for where she was mm. after you know sitting off the pegs where, where we've been trying to drive her on the pegs so. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, so that was Saturday night, Jace. You've got a big team heading to Globe Derby tomorrow night. Uh, we've got seven of your horses going around. Um, we start off in nine. the first row. No- oh, is there nine? Have I missed a couple, have I? Nine. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I have missed. Uh, yeah, okay. Let's go through these race by race here then, Jason. So race yeah. one, Miracle Max and Lochinvar Ruler. You've got the pair of those two in the first. Uh, how are we splitting those two? Oh. Well, hopefully Miracle Max will run a, a better race than what he did the other Monday. Um, he's a horse that I think he's already driven up with a temper up front when um, Kevin won on him that previous start prior to last start. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we can you know roll forward, get it, get in an early position, and you know hopefully fingers crossed, you know he can run a better race. But he, he's just a horse that he wants to do it on his own terms when he wants to do it. So we're sort of gonna, Sort of like a learning horse that we're going to make him do it. So, um, so hoping that we've got a good barrier draw with him tomorrow night. Hopefully, um, uh, Mike can you know can get him out and hopefully get an early get an early cover with him. Mm. And, and um, Lock and Lock and is a horse that likes to race on the speed as well, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent he does. Um, he he was a horse that came from Todd William back. Um, so um, Kenny's on board tomorrow night. So we'll just I'll just let out to Kenny. Like um, Ron Optimus gets out pretty quick, so there's going to be a bit of speed on the inside of him. So I'll just leave it up to Kenny. So hopefully you know we can come out and get an, get an, um, an early posse, and hopefully the two of them should run an honest race. Mm. All right, so that's race one. Uh, race number three, you sit out race two. Race number three, you've got Miss Artemis, who's been knocking on the door for a while now. She's put in a couple of good runs recently. Um, what are you thinking of her chances there, number two in race three? Uh, I reckon she's got a good chance tomorrow night. I got each race chance. Um, last week was a, a super run. Um, the start before that, that period, they just went too hard, too quick for her, and she just tied down. Um, but back um but last start was an absolutely a brilliant run um so hopefully um same thing hopefully Canada can go forward and hopefully lead and you know and dictate the race from then and hope, yeah hopefully she can uh put in a, a string another a good honest race tomorrow mm. you've also got it's all about ned who was really good winning first up from a spell he's drawn poorly there tomorrow night so that i guess the plan with him will be to ease back early and hope for a bit of speed uh, yeah, I, like the, at the, when the field came out, I saw we drew off a while. The, the draws killed us um, tomorrow night. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just tell Michael just to go back and hopefully there's a bit of speed and hopefully, you know, he can run home over the top. And he's been working brilliant at home, so I, I couldn't see why he couldn't run, mm. uh, run another 
on his race for me. And, and you've got a newcomer there, Aussie Playgirl. I know she's had one start at Globe Derby, formerly raced up in Victoria. Um, Aussie Playgirl, drawn inside the second row. What, what do we make of her chances, number eight? Uh, I hope one can hold and we can sit behind the one. So, um, like, she, she, the first, uh, last start when Kevin drove, all, all, all reports back, you know, he, he was wrapped with her. Um, she's just tired. That, that we was hoping for, you know, a bit of luck through the home mm. straight and throughout the race. You know, it's probably cost her a second or a run and third, but a good draw, Barry uh, 8, just hope the one can hold and hopefully, she, you know, she can give uh, Kenny a, a, a nice uh, run through. Mm. Yeah, she looks a good chance. You've got three horses there in that race. Now, race number five, you've got Major West. Uh, it looks a tough race for Major West. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of handy ones in that race. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there is. Um, but, yeah, you know, Barry one, you know, it, it's sort of a, a good draw. Like, just, I'll just lead up to Tony. He can come out and dictate what he wants to do. He's like his second start back from the spell. His first start in that juniors race the other night with Bernard on, you know, it was full of praise. He travelled a lot better. He, he, he seemed he wanted to be out there. The same thing is um, Miracle Max just changed a couple of things up on him and work-wise and, and that and kept trying to keep him happy. And um, it, it was a better performance from him first up in that juniors race. That was um, Saturday night. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll just clear up the tone and... Uh, mm. There is a bit of speed in the race, so hopefully, you know, we're not too far back on the pegs, and you know, we, you know, we can sort of get a hope he just runs on that on us race. Yeah, and that you've got a trotter, Butcher. Is this the first trotter you've trained, Jason Butcher Kate? Uh, uh, second one. I had the last chance, Lenny, but I moved her on. So yeah, now this is the second one I've had. So this is another one of Aaron Bones. So um, <laughs> I, I was all, all stressful about having trotters, but. When she came up on, I thought, oh, I will give it a go because Matt McGuire had a previous lead and mm. he sat uh, with her on and Aaron was looking for someone to take her on and, I, and he asked if I'd take her on. So, yeah, it was a set first start for us tomorrow night. Um, same thing, just you know, just trying to change a few things to keep her happy. And so far, she's you know, working well at home, so we'll, we'll just see what happens tomorrow night. Um, yep. Hopefully, Kenny, yeah, she can step away with him and... And just um, and just yeah, long as she uh, runs an honest race for Kenny. Uh, race seven, you've got Tasha's maid who's come back really well. The good win, fantastic win, first up from a spell, and then look, he was closing off really well last start behind. It's all about Ned, so I reckon you'd be wrapped with his first two runs, Tasha's mate. This prep, oh, absolutely. Right, he was the, he was another one um, after the first three came back to me after baller meeting. There was no one left in Mildura. And Reese Moore rang me. Um, he said if, I, if I'd be interested in the take, take him as well. I said, yeah, no way. So he organised with Aaron, and Aaron was all, okay, all good with it. So, yeah, he's another one that came to be stable. Um, first two runs have been wrapped. It's like the wind was an... Uh, the first win was an absolutely um, a mm. run. Like, um, the one that Gator was driving, you know, they were bowling along. And then um, he just had the perfect trail to sit behind and got the right split at the right time. So, And then last week, he was he was on us again, uh, running second, and it's all about Ned. So with a right run, you know, with a bit of luck tomorrow, night, I think, you know, I, I can't see why he can't be in the winning circle again. 
Yeah, and you've got also Sonny's Amazing, who was a very good run at Port Pirie and then a bit luckless last start. This, this horse is ready to win too. I, I made note of that two starts ago. He's got to be a good chance from a good trailing draw in the same race. Yeah, I, I, I think so he does. Um, when, I, um, when Rain Dryer, he was, you know, it was a, a better run. He, he's a bit of a horse. Like He's another one that he thinks he can do it when he wants to do it. So we sort of trying to teach him the run as well. Um, but he's a bit of a lazy horse. So, um, and then we'll just put a line through to um, the junior race. Like, he just, yeah, just wasn't interested that night. But drawing barrier nine tomorrow night with Wayne on, I think, you know, I can't see why he can't run the first three again. So, mm. if he doesn't, well, I think we'll just have to go to the drawing board and, and work out. Yeah, well, you've, you've got a busy night tomorrow night, Jason. There's a big team there. What, what about for the punters who are listening this morning? What, what's probably the best of them, you think, tomorrow night? Uh, I think each player, I reckon, Lock and Vale can run a nice race if, if things pan his way. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I reckon the, the, the and, and then you've got, um, it's all about Ned. He, he's an each way hope again. And I reckon the be, better one of the night would be probably Tasha's mate if everything goes, goes to plan. Mm. And um, your horses today staying out of the heat as best as they can as well, I guess. It's been pretty warm here today and tomorrow. Um, pretty good move there by Harness Racing, you say, to move to tomorrow night, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. You know, it, it's all about, um, all about um, uh, putting, you know, the horses' welfare in place mm. first and as well as the drivers and, and trainers and that. So, um, but, yeah, it was a good call by Haydar to say that, you know, the move this forward, as you said, you know, next mm. couple of days, a couple of warm days coming up. So, but, yeah, it's all, all, always about the horses' welfare for, put first. Mm. So, but, yeah, so uh, they'll be keeping quiet tomorrow or for tomorrow night. They'll be keeping quiet today. So um, we'll get them worked early. Pretty, um, nearly finished working them now. So, mm. um, but, yeah, there's only a few to do tomorrow, but... They'll get done first thing in the morning, tomorrow morning before um, before tomorrow night. So, but yeah, no, nah, everything's going well. It's just you know, it's just rewarding that you know things the team are starting to perform. It's just like there's, there's no point from staying at home, not earning, uh, not going to racing by not earning. So, um, mm. but we just had the support from the from my wife, from Anthony and mm. the kids. Without them, um, I just wouldn't be around now, but, you know, yeah. things are going nicely, and, you know, the 24 season to start off with, with a bang, and just hopefully you continue for the rest of the season. How many winners 2023 for your team, Jase? Uh, I had 17. 17, all right. So you're off yeah, to a flying yeah. start uh, already yeah, this year. So I I reckon you'll be... Now. Yeah, I reckon you'll be going well past 17 this year um, with what I'm seeing at the track recently. So well done, mate. It's a, it's a terrific effort, and... Uh, as I said, we spoke to you in August and things started off slowly, but uh, you're a trainer certainly worth following here in South Australia. Well done. No worries. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Jason. Jason Booth there, our guest on Mobile Rolling. His team, as I said, um, he's had uh, four already this year and he's had a winner in the last three weekends here in South Australia and he's got a big team going there tomorrow night. I'd be... Um, Look, looking through the fields, I think most of his horses have got chances there tomorrow night. So, um, as I said, he's a trainer worth following. His team's up and firing. He uses the Gawler track, the big Gawler track uh, out there at the spacious track to, to train his horses on. So, 
um, they're certainly going well. Um, so well done to him. And as I said, he's had uh, a winner with Budding Caesar on Saturday night. He had O Sweet Creature win the previous weekend. And, and it's all about Ned, who won really well first up from a spell back on the 8th of January. So his season started particularly well. Um, in regards to harness racing here in South Australia, just before we finish up with mobile rolling, we've got uh, eight races there tomorrow night. Now, the first is at 6.22 local time, and um, I guess we're just going to monitor that start time there tomorrow night due to the heat. Um, I'm sure that Harness Racing SA will have a backup plan there if they need to go back or anything like that. Um, as far as the heat is concerned, we're hoping by that time of night it has certainly cooled off a little bit. Um, so we've got a 6.22 start in South Australia tomorrow night. It's an eight-race card. We had Harness Racing last night at Mount Gambier. looked on TV as if it was a really good program down there in the Mount. Um, we've got harness racing this weekend on Saturday night at Globe Derby as well. So um, we're getting some good sized fields, as we said the last previous weeks here in SA. Uh, we've got the pacing for pink promotion coming up in May. So at the moment, uh, all of our drivers are being basically uh, organising sponsorships for that pacing for pink promotion, all for a great cause. And in the next coming weeks, we're going to be discussing that in depth about what that means. And uh, I think last year we might have had maybe six, seven drivers um, sponsored. I think nearly every driver right now has got a sponsor. Uh, that shows how much um, you know, the attention's been on South Australian harness racing. And just on that, Brownie, I saw a stat the other day that was released by Harness Racing SA. And, um, look, this is the prize money payouts for the last three years. Now, you've got to keep in mind here what's happened over the last few years, but... Um, if you remember back, you know, two, three years ago, harness racing in South Australia was really struggling. And, look, these numbers that I'm about to read out, they don't include, obviously, the travel rebates and, and the Southern Cross bonuses that were paid out and also the trainer-driver premiership financial awards as well. But keeping this in mind, in 2021, the prize money that was paid out was uh, was 4484000 basically, in 2021. Um, in 2022, it was 4128000 So it dropped significantly in 2022, which was a real concern for where harness racing was two years ago. If you look back last year, um, the prize money paid out in South Australia, $5,185,248. So that is a significant amount of prize money that has increased here in South Australia. And as we've said over the last few weeks, that is the reason why we are getting the trainers investing in this business in South Australia. Uh, they can see that the future looking bright here in South Australia. So they're buying more horses. Um, we're getting bigger size fields. We've said that over the past few weeks, which means the turnover is increasing. We're getting more Sky One sort of opportunities uh, in all South Australian harness race meetings here in SA. We're getting good time slots. So things are very prosperous right now for South Australian harness racing, and there's a lot more to come. You know, there's talks of infrastructure changes this year and uh, investing heavily in track upgrades and stuff like that. So um, I think we're sitting pretty well as we venture into February for 2024 this year. And as I said, the, the first few meetings we've had this year have been significantly good. And uh, we've got drivers like Ken Rogers and, and Wayne Hill and Ryan Rohorik are all up and about at the moment, driving multiple winners each weekend. And you've got the trainers of the likes of Ryan and Aaron Bain and Jason Booth and a lot of other trainers that are, are doing some great things here at the moment. So um, as far as the Harness Racing Awards night is concerned, nothing's been finalised yet for last year's season. But I was talking to, to Dean Elliott the other day from Harness Racing SA and there's a few different dates being proposed at the moment. So I won't uh, announce those just yet. But 
what we will have in the coming weeks is we'll have Dean on. We'll discuss the Harness Racing Awards night, which is probably going to be sort of late Feb, early March. Um, and we're also going to discuss this pacing for pink promotion as well, which is uh, which is a great cause. We raise money for a great cause, but also uh, how many drivers are involved in that this year? I think nearly every driver's got a sponsor, which is uh, incredible. So, yeah, things are looking pretty rosy right now, Brownie, in South Australia. We've got a big night tomorrow night. I'll be there covering the action from Globe Derby tomorrow night, an eight-race car. And my thanks, of course, to Lockie Stace, who did a great job there on the weekend.